0: The Kutah Sicha is Chelik Yutes, the Sicha on Tezvav Ba'av, which is also a Siyam a Masechta Tainus. State the Mishnah Seifnasechta Tainus. The Mishnah at the end of Tainus says, "Amrav Shmuel Am Liel Loi Hayom Tevli Yisrael Khamisha Asa Ba'av Ukiyim Kipurim." There were no Yamtiv, as great as Hamisha Asa Ba'av, the fifteenth of Av, and Yom Kippur for the Hemb Naish Yisraelayim. During those days, the Girls, the daughters of Yerushalayim, goes and some say some uh, write some have the version that it says the Jewish women, not just bnei Yerushalayim, but the Jewish women in general. Yoytz beklei lavan would uh, go out into the fields with uh, clothing, white clothing, shulim which are borrowed. They would borrow from each other and they would make circles, they would dance in circles in the vineyards, what did they say? Young man, lift up your eyes, see what to choose, a wife, what what type of wife to choose, don't look at beauty, put your focus and attention on a good family, because, um, charisma is false. Hevel beauty is vain. Isha Hashem hit is A woman of God fearing woman, that is one who is praiseworthy. Ayman and another pasuk says That's a they were quoting that pasuk. Another pasuk is Give her from the fruits of her hands. Be and her. Uh, handiwork, her her accomplishments will be what she will be praised for in the gates in the in the cities. So we have to understand about this. Number one, the psukim merely bring out the point what they were saying. Don't pay attention to beauty. Therefore, they quoted the pasuk that. Um, charisma is uh, is false and and beauty is vain but it doesn't in any way prove what the continuation of what they said which is that they said pay attention to family the to the contrary the, the psukim perhaps bring the contrary proof in the psukim is the psukim bring out that a woman who was God-fearing in other words, she has her own accomplishments. That's what's praiseworthy. <inaudible> her own accomplishments will be praised. <inaudible> that her qualities are the only important qualities are God being God fearing and doing good deeds. <inaudible> Not that you should pay attention to what her family, to her background. That doesn't seem to be what the psukim are saying number two we have to understand how is it possible that all the girls of Yerushalayim that amongst them certainly there were also people that didn't come from a very uh, you know, great backgrounds from families that had great uh, lineage and so on so how would they say so why would they be saying focus on family they didn't come from such great families the kasher is noch starker, and this question becomes even more pronounced in the b'raise of the Mishnah state in the b'raise, which is the elaboration of this Mishnah it's written As yof mao the beautiful ones among them, what did they say e nechem pay attention to our beauty etc, miuchah what did the ones that came from good families, they said pay attention to the family the plain ones what did they say you should choose a wife not for any particular uh, quality and attraction that, you had, that we have but rather because this is a mitzvah and this is what Hashem commanded and so on so the Mishnah, the Breiser says, that it was only the ones that did come from good families were able to say and said, pay attention to family. So the Mishnah, which doesn't get into the specifics of what each grouping said, they said, the Mishnah says in general, everybody seemed to say, pay attention to family, all the girls from Yerushalayim said pay attention to family and I want to point out that the, uh, the benois Yisher Yerushalayim is one version of how the Mishnah is written and the other one as he pointed out was benois Yisroel, the Jewish girls in general, so in the, in the Sikha he goes back and forth between benois Yisher Yerushalayim because that is the actual quote in the Mishnah, but it's talking about the people, you know, the Jewish people in general as a whole. Bayes. Uh, commentaries explain. That the Mishnah alludes to at least the three different statements that were said by the three different groupings as spelled out in the Breisa. The the Verte the the words that that they started with lift up your eyes and see what you're choosing for yourself that was That was said by the beautiful girls what do you see when they were saying lift up, lift up your eyes and see they meant look at our beauty as the Bryce actually spells out, that a woman is for beauty. A beauty is a very essential part of a woman. Um, then, when it follows up, don't pay attention to beauty, rather pay attention to family, to good families. That was said by the girls that came from good families and the plain ones, that they did not have this appeal, they didn't have the appeal that comes because they come from a good family, and they didn't have the appeal which comes with physical beauty, the only thing that they had to show was that they themselves were good people and they did good things, so therefore they stated, they're the ones that said, that uh, beauty and charisma and appeal, those are all things which are uh, uh, empty and false, and only a woman which is God-fearing and therefore good, does good deeds, that is the person that is praiseworthy, as the Pesach says, that her her behavior, that is what should be praised. Similar to what the Bresa says, that they said, you make your choice based based on L'shem Shem. Meaning that this is a, I'm a good woman, I do good th- deeds, and therefore you should make your choice based on that. So in other words, the Mepharshim say that in the Mishnah 2, alluded at least is all three categories. Beauty, lift up your eyes and see. Uh, that was said by the ones with good family. And the plain ones that had all, uh, good deeds, they're the ones that said, they're the ones that quoted these psukim so based on this it also answers the first question that was asked in the first chapter and therefore the question which was asked that these two psukim seem to point at only one point which is that beauty is vain so it's true that Psukim only bring out that point, and it was only said in order to bring out that one point. Not from the because that was said by the plain ones, and they, that's the point that we're making. That beauty is not important. You should pay attention to our behavior. That is but this answer doesn't seem to flow very well in Pasha's lashna mishnah, in the simple reading of the mishnah, because number one, from stimas lashna mishnah. From this simple reading of the Mishnah where it says the Jewish girls, what did they say? Is Mashmah from that it seems as also state weiter that everything that is recorded now in the Mishnah is the Amirah, from Tam Al was said by the girls as a whole, not just by a category or this category said this or that category said that. The Mishnah seems to read that the girls said this whole Mishnah. Number two, Why does the uh, Mishnah give the details, only these details, Why doesn't the Mishnah tell us the way the Braisa elaborates, explaining what each one said. The Mishnah only sort of glances at one small detail of each grouping and only alludes to it. As the Mishnah, it would seem that it would be fitting that the Mishnah was the Dover The Mishnah is meant to be written in brief words but includes much. That's what's uh, written, the Rammam says about how the Mishnah is written, the style of the Mishnah. And therefore, the, the Mishnah should capture what was the central idea that each one of the groups said. And, and a brief way of saying that would be, the beautiful ones said, "Pay attention to beauty." The ones that came from good stock, from good background said, "Pay attention to family. is the plain ones. from. They said, "Make your choice based on this, for the sake of heaven." That would be the Mishnah And the Bresa, then the Bresa would elaborate all the nochive Zain would add, if the Mishnah, to what the Mishnah says, the Pratayamira, the Briceh the, uh, would elaborate more about, you know, flesh out what they said, Bochor, sonnei necha, young man, lift up your eyes, altitenei necha benoi, the ones of the uh, good family said, don't pay attention to beauty, Shekhar chemem, basharim ha quoting the Pasuk, v'fratas ba-eifin zeh, v'olteich the Mishnah, kimat on teisus varichos, especially if it were written in this way, then also the Mishnah, without having to add much to the brief expression of the Mishnah, would have clearly spelled out it would be clear in the Mishnah that these are three separate categories of three separate groups of women. from the three groups of the women. But since the Mishnah doesn't write it like that, and says it all as one continuous conversation. So the ribbit is to learn, and therefore it makes more sense to say, the, the, this Mishnah, to, to explain the Mishnah, is, that when the Mishnah says, what did they say? It's referring to Allah Benoysi Rishulayim Hayaitzis, that was talking about all the girls that were out there. That all of them said everything that's written in the Mishnah, and the brisa is meisiv of the mishnah, and then the brisa comes along and adds to the mishnah, and sp- and gives more details, in that in addition to what all of them said, had bazunda each group had its own uh, narrative of what they wanted to bring out. which that which the brisa says was only the things that each group said separately, that was something that pertained to them as a group. But what was said in the Mishnah was said by all the gr- girls equally. Gimel. Another thing, more that we have to understand in the B'raise. Number one. What sense does it make for beautiful girls to say pay attention to beauty? Since... In the Bryce, it says clearly, quoting the Pasig that says, <laughs> The Torah says, beauty is false and uh, beauty is vanity. So, why would they draw attention to their beauty? What kind of a quality is that? Especially that the beautiful one said, Because the Mishnah says, In the name of all of them, that they were saying don't pay attention to beauty and all, they all quoted this Pasuk according to the way the Rebbe sees it that the Mishnah was said by every girl that went out there so how could the B'risa then come and say that the beautiful one said pay attention to beauty when they all as a group said don't pay attention to beauty because number two Midvos is atam Why would the plain ones were trying to say that you should make a choice, Why is that a reason that they should choose Dafka, a plain one? You could be do Lushem Shemayim also choose a beautiful one or somebody from a good family. You could be just as much Lushem Shemayim. Mufarchin learn Hab the commentaries explain that the, uh, the, even the plain ones, they have and therefore when they said make your choice for the sake of heaven what they were saying is what they were saying is don't pay attention to beauty don't pay attention to family make your choice only based on and the fathered beer, but this explanation also needs more explanation because because even when the the ones that came from good family, and they said, make your choice based on family. Obviously, what they were saying was a family which has spiritual qualities, they weren't saying, make a, f- a choice based on a family where the, everybody's big and strong. They meant, of course, a family which expresses good character and so on. <speaking in Hebrew> As the Taisis yamtav actually explains, because the ones that come from good family, what that means is, most likely they themselves, the girls themselves, that come from good family, they themselves are also Yerush the Toysis Yamtab actually expresses it that way, says that that is what is meant. Kumto it comes out as. So when a Bacher makes a choice of a somebody from a good family, what that is saying by default is he's making a choice of a girl that is a Yir because she comes from a, a good family, meaning a family that raises Yiroshamayim. Is in the Yisrim from Shemaim, by the then we have to understand. So what were the plain ones saying, the ones that didn't have family background, and they were saying, make your choice Shemayim. in, in Yir Shamayim Yiroshemaim and Maisim, the ones that from good family that was the meaning of the choice of good family. Shemayim, that they're Yir Shemayim. So what were the plain ones trying to say? The hem to the brayser now, in continuation to this brayser, bring the Gemara Amaymer. The Gemara brings another statement from Ule Bira Amar Rabbi in the name uh, in the name of Ule Bira, which was said in the name of Rabelezer, that he said on the and this is the concluding uh, statement of this mesecta. Says there Eventually, in the time of the in the future. Hashem will make a circle of tzaddikim, and he will sit amongst them, between them, inside them, in Ganadin. And each one of the tzaddikim will point with his finger. Shanemer, as the said, point at Hashem with his finger. Shanemer, the pasuk says, and it will be said on that day, he nearly Behold, this is our God, Kivinulay, we hoped to him, the that and he will help us, Yashem Kivinulay, this is the Yashem to whom we put our hopes in. Nagila bin Israel Shuasai, we will rejoice with his in his salvation. This is where Mashiach will come. And that's the final word on in the Meshta. The Shaykhus from them Maimut to the is Fashtanik Bapash says, What's the connection between this uh, concluding verse with what the Mishnah says is understood because the Mishnah had said that the girls of Yerushalayim would come out and dance in circles as Rashi explains that means they danced in a circle him out in the vineyards so therefore, because we're talking about the circles, bring the Gemara, the Maimer, That's why the Gemara quotes what it says. That Hashem will make a circle of the tzaddikim. As a however, it uh, it stands to reason to say as the kishur from the Meimim the Mishnah that the connection between this final statement and what is written in the Mishnah and the Inyan is not only. Because both of them talk about a circle, you know, you you make a point of uh, a bridge. You know, the word "circle" is mentioned, so let's bring this statement too. It's not just about that one word. Hazdo in the mission of Brisa, that since in the mission and the Risa, the word meant, a "circle" was mentioned, and so that's why we have to state bring another statement that mentions a circle. but it's more logical to say that there are many. Uh, things which are shared by these two statements from the Machal Vashtain and the Hemshamaimer, that what is written about that circle that Hashem will make of the tzadikim and so on, the that he sits amongst them, and that each one points at him, all of these details tie in to what is said about the girls going out and dancing in circles. It's not just the one word about a circle, but there's more which brings these two stories together. So, what is that? What is the connection between the two? Also, it's uh, one would say, from them was the Gemara bring the maima to the Brisa. That since the, the, the Gemara quotes this statement in continuation to the Brisa, that was said in continuation to the Mishnah. Another way that could have happened, which happens often in the Gemara, is that the uh, Gemara would quote the words from the Mishnah that they went out and danced in circles, and then would say, this story, you know, about Hashem making a circle out of the Tzaddikim. But that's not how it happens in the Gemara. The Gemara, qu- the, the Mishnah is quoted, and then the is elaborates on the Mishnah, and then comes... The statement about the circles of tzaddikim. Is mashma, so from this it's understood as the baruchu, that this final statement in the Gemara about the circle of the tzaddikim, the Gemara is quoting that as a con- continuation to the braisa rather than to the Mishnah. In other words, that after the braisa elaborated on the three different Categories and groupings, and what each one said. Therefore, now quotes this uh, circle about the tzaddikim. So we have to understand what is the, the specific connection between the circle of tzaddikim with the three categories of the girls, which were uh, out and dancing in the circle, and each one saying what they said. Hey, another thing. In demsiyim men oich pelim in the concluding verses of this Masech, that we also find something strange, interesting about the way Rashi states it and the Taisa state it. Explain it. What is that? If Marabetz Moaboi, pointing out, quoting that, that each one will point to Hashem with his finger, is Rashi mefarish. Rashi says, V'oymer zeh Hashem He points to Hashem with his finger and he says, the tzaddik states, this is the Hashem that we put our hope in, that he will help us. Taisis also says something similar to that. This is what he says, the taisis say. That's what they say. Each one points to Hashem with his finger as it says in the Pasuk, the Pasuk is brought only to show that they point to Hashem, not that they are quoting that Pasuk, stating that Pasuk. So we have to understand about this. First of all, Rashi and Taisas are both explaining the Gemara, but they don't seem to add anything to what the Gemara already said. The Gemara says exactly what Rashi and Taisas are saying. So what are they adding in their commentary? Perhaps we could explain it as that there is the difference in Rashi and Taisas. They have a different opinion of what is being said by the word shenemar, as it says in the Pasuk What is the proof? What is the Pasuk meant to point out? Rashi is Rashi explains, as the Gimora Lenta Posuk Nishnor, as Kolachat boy, that the Pasuk doesn't point out merely that you see, each one points as it says, this is Hashem. When it says this is Hashem he means he's pointing at Hashem. Rashi says that's not the only thing that we see from this pasuk. But also that they will be stating these words Ze'a Hashem alekenu. And that's why Rashi adds to the words in the Gemara. He adds one word to what the Gemara says. He says, he points with his finger and he says Ze'a in other words, Rashi says that in this, when this circle is happening, there will be two things. boy. first of all, he's pointing to Hashem, and the second thing is Ve'omer, and he states the words of that Pasuk. So it comes along Taisus, and he says, and they say, Each one is pointing to Hashem with his finger, as the Pasuk says. He and his mashmid the b'ayemahu, leaves out the first part of the pasuk which begins by saying, "And it will be said on that day." Rashi is is say is relying on that pasuk on to say that the Tzaddikim will be saying these words. Taisus doesn't want to say that they say these words, and therefore he leaves out the first part of the pasuk, which states that it'll be said main because Toses means to make it clear to us as number one that the Gemara quotes this Pasuk only for the sake of showing you that they will be pointing at Hashem but nothing more not that they will be saying it and that's why it leaves at the first part of the Pasuk of, and it will be said on that day and the second thing that he wants to point out is that the first part of the Pasuk is not relevant to this statement in the Gemara. That's why it's not quoted here. That's why it's not quoted by the Tasus over here. <coughs> so basically we have a, uh, a difference of opinion between Rashi and Tesis, whether the Sadiqim will be stating these words but we have to understand about this. from the the machleges We have to understand why, why are they arguing about this? Why does Rashi say that they will be saying it, and Taisa says that they won't be saying it? the is in the Whether it's uh, whether in this gemara it's important to point out that they did say it or they didn't say it. What is the basis of this? Difference of opinion between Rashi and Taisis So we asked many questions about this whole end of the Gemara Masechtataynis to understand what are the girls saying and what are the, the the in general what are they saying, what are the individual grouping saying, and then what does the Gemara conclude by saying that story with the circles. the so are the explanation of this whole sugya, this whole part of the Gemara. As his movement of Pasha, it's clear and obvious that when the Jewish girls go out in the tag from T- Tuba Av and uh, Yom Kippur, they go out on the 15th of Av and Yom Kippur, it's given that this was something which was imbued with holiness. This was not just an outing into the fields. So therefore, it's also understood. That they were not trying to point out their physical or material uh, qualities, like uh, beauty, physical beauty, or wealth, and those gleichen or similar qualities. They weren't just merely trying to point out, I am so beautiful or I am so wealthy. Rather, what they were saying, since this was a holy event, what they were certainly saying was they were pointing out qualities which Teir would be considered that a quality to look for in a wife to marry the dogma for instance when the beautiful one said pay attention to beauty they didn't mean physical beauty they meant what does beauty bring out what is the true nature of beauty and the answer to that is that physical beauty comes from, is a result of spiritual beauty. How so? That the reason that families have beautiful children, physically beautiful children, is. This all depends on the conduct of the parents, of the father and the mother when the child is conceived, that they, if they conduct themselves in a matter, manner of uh, uh, modesty and so on, holiness in the act of conception of that child, so then that leads to beautiful children as well. Because when they conduct themselves that way, the children get beautiful spiritual garments they become spiritually beautiful, when the and therefore as a result, by yid, everything in their physical life is evolved from their spiritual life, and since they receive a, a beautiful, beautifully spiritual uh, child, therefore, the child also is physically beautiful. From this we see that when, you, when the girls said, "Pay attention to beauty," they didn't mean physical beauty in itself what they meant is, their physical beauty expresses that they are spiritually beautiful. And in this itself, there are two distinct qualities. Number one, the specific qualities that are there for a particular Jewish woman. And number two, the the general quality that all Jewish women possess, the the kind of quality which is transmitted to every Jewish woman, through every Jewish woman, to all her children and grandchildren throughout all the generations. There is what all Jewish women possess and therefore transmit to their children and grandchildren, and then there is specific qualities which are there for a specific person. When it demas the khilitz in the Mishnah and the Braissa, and that's where the Mishnah and the Braissa have their distinct expression. That's where they what they express differently from each other. In the Mishnah that the the Mishnah is talking about the general quality which is shared by all Jewish women. As I said before, Baneshalaim is talking about Jewish women in general. Number one, by Yeder Basir is Maila Ruchnis, that every Jewish woman has a, a spiritual quality of Smitsad Dem is Z in Sukfan Isha Yirs of that because of this quality, she would be included into the category of a woman that is God-fearing, and therefore praiseworthy for that. And number two, the Maila is by Ir eingewurzelt in an euphem vatos ados vet to the Kinder, and and that this quality is so entrenched in the character of each woman, of each Jewish woman, that it will be transmitted to every one of her children. that she will give birth to, and that she will educate. This is in as the second pasuk expresses. the Mishnah bring the ones that are uh, quoted by the Mishnah? Tnu la she will receive from the fruits of her hands, meaning her children, that she will be praised in the gates because of these qualities that her children will have. In other words, that she is praiseworthy, not only for her own qualities, which the chapter, Ashes Schayel already goes through many, many personal qualities that a woman, that a Jewish woman has. But it's not only those qualities which she is praiseworthy for. For instance, what are those qualities? Gamalase Vatas is He tisalo. She is praiseworthy for those qualities. But in addition to that, also because of her children and their qualities maseha, the fruits of her hands and the her the things which she created, is Tnu will also give her a reason to be praised in and that she will be praised in the gates because of those things that she accomplished with her children. That's what the Mishnah talks about the Mishnah de The talks about the individual qualities of an individual woman, or each individual category of Jewish woman. Zion, is the vaidos as as yed the is in Suk meirus hashem. How do we? Why are we so certain that every Jewish woman can be included in the carigo- category of a God fearing woman? As does is in an that this is also something that will be transmitted to her children so that's why the the uh, the jewish woman say as the mishnah says um, young man lift up your eyes and see do not uh, focus your attention on beauty focus on family what does she mean to say by that what she's saying is, Mendafnish cooking of milas hayin ruchni z'gavayin gashmi z'digai. You don't look at qualities, whether spiritual or physical, v'menzetze mid'ayim. You don't have to say. You don't have. You don't look for qualities. Only what you see with your eyes. What you see obviously. Al daracharagil, al tider Or as uh, she said. Don't pay attention to beauty in the greaterer and Mm. Of course we were talking again, as we said before, in the bigger understanding of what beauty is that is really talking about spiritual beauty. So even there, don't only look at what is the obvious beauty, spiritual beauty, of a person. Rather, you have to be able to look further beyond what you see in the obvious similar to what it says in the Pesach, lift up your eyes to see, if you lift up your eyes, you look beyond what everybody else sees, then you will see that Hashem created the world, if you look at the world, ordinary people look and they say, oh, beautiful world, they don't see that there is Hashem behind it all, you have to lift up your eyes, to see that there is something behind it, so also they're saying here to the Bachar, Lift up your eyes to see what is true quality, not just the obvious. is the complete. you have to be able to look with a higher vision, with a more internal vision. You have to be able to see deeper into something. you have to be able to see the source of something. From to you have to be able to see where do these qualities come from, What's behind this person. What is makes them t- tick? Why should I consider them to be person of quality? And then, if you look beyond, what it means is, look into the family. In the, it doesn't mean literally who or her father, who or her mother. In the bigger sense, it means... And not only her direct parents you have to look what is in her background in general not just who are her father who are the many many uh, influences in her life including teachers and educators As we find in many places in our sages that our sages say, as is the that the educators and teachers are called the parents of the children that they educate. And especially that you can you can uh, call the family can also be referred to the to the community as a whole. As there's an English expression, it takes a village to raise a child. In other words, that the whole village has influence on how that child is raised, and therefore can be considered a family too. In other words, the fact that this woman is from the family of the Jewish people. Bas a daughter of and Rachalleya, the Mois, <laughs> which are the matriarchs, from from which she receives as an inheritance, they bequeath to her qualities which they bestow upon every single Jewish woman. So if you look into all that, then you will see by men by in then you will know that even if you look at a person and you don't see what their qualities, their spiritual qualities are. Is the Snobiius? You will come to realize that that is only on the surface. But more internally, since she is a Jewish woman, is in Hashemti Therefore, she, can, she also is included in the qualities of a God-fearing woman that is deserving of praise. Even though at this time you might say that it's concealed, it's not obvious yet that she is a God-fearing person. And also, Nochmer even more so. As the Emes came from the Milus of Benoist Yisholai and nisht in Noi. That the truth of the qualities of a Jewish woman is not beauty. The Milus vizizem zich is. Spiritual beauty. But what he means by beauty here is that it's something that you can see obviously. You look at a person, you see that they're a God-fearing person. It's obvious that this is a God-fearing person. That's the meaning of Beauty but not necessarily is that the only beauty that you should look for. Because what is only on the surface, what you can only see on the surface is not the, the full truth, is not the real truth. It's really the qualities which come from behind what is on the surface. What is making this person tick? Where do they come from? What is really going on in their life? these are things which they inherit these are things which are given over from generation to generation and even if it's not yet apparent and it's not yet obvious that is what you should really be looking for what is behind this person's character so that's what the Mishnah every Jewish woman says that that's something that every Jewish woman can say if them is the brais and ma'isiv, and then comes the brais and atz, as norg them vime bavvar and them tain a nechamim mishpacha. Here to ishira Hashem it is halo that after every woman says, you have to know that we are all Jewish women, and therefore we have within ourselves uh, qualities that were given to us by Sodrif Gerachol Velaya and so on. In addition to that, as mekuktom as the said, the atz is the gemaylo mishpacha from Yedavas Yisrael after having realized and seen that every Jewish woman has essential qualities that because of this she is in the category of a God-fearing woman and then after the foundation is there that every woman that comes from a Jewish woman is a God-fearing woman based, and now you can build on that that also when you look at her and you see the obvious good deeds the obvious beauty that she exudes then when you look and you see beauty you know that it's built on a foundation of what comes from many generations all the way back to and then when you see beauty you know that it's beauty based on a real foundation it's not just Surface beauty, it's not just a temporary good deeds and so on. When the Farge in the And that's why the Breisa says, now the Jewish women were able to point to their individual qualities, because now they're no longer going to be seen as emptiness and vain and so on, because it's built on that essential foundation so therefore what each one said their own qualities the beautiful, beautiful ones by the beautiful ones it means the ones that could point to their beauty, to their good behavior and you could see it obviously that they are people that behave properly and therefore are considered beautiful and they could show their character their beautifully developed character as I said before. Because we said before that physical beauty comes from spiritual beauty by a Jew. And that's why they could now point to their individual qualities of beauty. Those who have the qualities of beauty, of spiritual beauty, in an obvious way as well. And then the ones is the ones that have good family background, That refers to such women that maybe if you look at her, you don't see the obvious that she is a person of great spiritual qualities. But since we come from good families, from, Bali, from people that were involved in and good character from generation after generation you can point to the father and the grandfather and you see good and, and grandmother and mother and grandmother and you see good qualities so then you can be certain that they have also educated their daughter this daughter that she should also conduct herself in the way that her parents and grandparents conducted themselves. And therefore this woman, who you, she wants to be your wife, she will, con, she will educate her children in the same way. And that's why they could say, pay attention to our family, look at my mother, look at my grandmother and so on in this case we're not talking about the general sense of mishpacha going back to they mean literally my mother, my grandmother we come from a good home and, because, and that will even if you don't look at me and you don't see all my qualities, you know that I have good qualities because I come from good family and I will educate our children in a good way as well then is the third category, Muhara is the plain ones.. this quality, this category of Jewish women., in which you don't see obvious spiritual qualities. And you, when you look at the parents, you don't see special qualities either. in addition to that they can't point to a good teacher or a good mentor or a good mashpia that educated them properly they can't point to that either and so therefore they are plain in the sense of their spiritual background and their spiritual behavior that's why they're plain also physically but because in the end they are Jewish women Thus the Gufa is which because they're Jewish and they know that they are plain, meaning that they lack these spiritual qualities and they lack their spiritual background. Ruf this evokes in them a feeling of regret and they uh, they feel bad about the fact that they they they're plain spiritually speaking. And notwithstanding the fact that they don't have people that they could, they could have received qualities, spiritual qualities from. Even though they don't have it in their background, they still accept and they, they still commit to be God-fearing people. They, have, they don't have a character which is molded by a good background but they have Kabbalah soil they know that this is what's expected of them so therefore they will do that and that's what is. they're plain or even ugly meaning to say they don't have developed and refined character but they have Kabbalah soil they know that this is something that they need to work towards they need to behave properly this does Gufa Ruch bazei arose them Herigishnayla until this brings them to a uh, uh, an uplifted feeling bazei zong arose in the verta klum mikhel l'shem shemayim that they express this by saying take take a, a wife l'shem shemayim as a vil nazelecha chasanim that they express their desire they want the kind of chasan the kind of husband for seinen oysin in ganzim l'shem shemayim they want a husband that. His whole focus is L'shem Shemayim. That's what he's interested in life. It's not that he has to look and see qualities, physical qualities, spiritual qualities. He's doing it because this is what Hashem instructed him to do. That's the kind of husband that they want. And because of this, so this brings out, even in that. Once you, you get to that point, it brings out that you also have the quality of family, of good family background. and that's why even the plain ones said, "S and the Mishnah," as the Mishnah quotes in the name of the plain ones as well, Because all the, women of, of, all the Jewish women said, pay attention to family. So the question is, why do the plain ones that can't point to family, why are they saying point? you know, pay attention to family, because they too are a, good, a part of a good family. That this feeling of regret that a woman, a Jewish woman, has over the fact that she is considered a plain one, spiritually speaking, without any spiritual qualities, is this comes from the fact that she knows that she is part of the Jewish family she is a daughter of and that's why she feels that distance from Hashem and she feels the regret and the terrible feeling of being in a situation where she is distant, distant from Hashem so in this sense It's talking about the mishpacha and the the bigger, larger sense of the mishpacha. And because of this, even as a plain woman, she will rise to the occasion of being, uh, pursuing a relationship with Hashem. And that she wants a husband that wants a woman that is, that, you know, that is somebody that wants a relationship with Hashem. Test. The chiluk anaal the mishnah and the This difference between what the mishnah is talking about and what the brayse is talking about, as in the mishnah, that's the veng the mile aklodes That the mishnah is talking about the general um, qualities of a Jewish woman, and the brayse, the veng the prateim miles from That the brayse details the specific qualities of different groupings. Zok tzicharoyis. Eucharoys in a Muntersheid beteichel mehemsheh genyon from the Mishnah and the Breise can also expresses itself in what happens, what is being said as the Mishnah concludes and as the Breise concludes. In the Machel hat's Eucharoys the Achtus von Unscholm was gewend zwischen the Beneisheh Shalai. This dancing in a circle brings out the unity that was expressed in this event between the different the Jewish women which is the reason why they everybody wore white and everybody borrowed from each other the reason was that in case there was certain ones that didn't own a beautiful dress so they borrowed from each other and everybody had a borrowed dress and nobody could say it brought everybody together there is nobody that doesn't have a dress nobody has their own everybody has a beautiful dress when the meat the is moving the Hemshukha Mishnah, and this also explains what the continuation of the Mishnah is, as the Pasik says, Go out and see, O oh Jewish women, the King Shlimer, which is explained as the Shalom the king to whom peace belongs. That brings out peace, that brings everybody together that explains how could there be such unity amongst every Jewish woman this is accomplished by going out to sea and seeing the king what that really means is Hashem who owns who encompasses all peace and uh, unity that he's able to bring together, or when you focus on Hashem, so then you're able to bring together all the women as being united. And this unity is expressed in two different ways. On the one hand, because of what is within each one, their essential the essential character of each one, that expresses that all Jews are really one and the same. The mitzis from Bnei Yisraeli, that everybody is a Jewish woman, and that there is no difference between them. Number two, and then there is the individual qualities that each one has, as the Brice expresses. But in in the Same Shabbos, as we know that no two people are actually the same, everybody has different, slightly different opinions, and so on, in them is, in this sense, every person is different than another one, but even as they recognize their differences, they still have absolute unity. And that is the difference between the Mishnah and the Breise. In the Mishnah that's the claw from the Shalai infinite in the Mishnah it's talking about the general sense of the Jewish women or visinen is how all Jewish women are one entity. When the debris was headprote, and the Breisov which already begins to list and and where you can see the differences between them, that Uvgitona de Sholomba Achtus is given Nijdafazinen bottle in the Milus Pratis that the unity is not because there is no differences between them, we don't see and recognize any differences between them, rather, which means that at, at least in that sense, there is no, we don't recognize differences, but no, that's in the Mishnah. In the B'raise, on the other, but the contrary, that although, there are very obvious differences between the different qualities of Jewish women as the Brisa points out and that they actually pointed to those differences the Brisa says how each one pointed to their individual quality they all dance together in perfect unity in one circle and that's that explains why the Gemara brings this conclusion to the Masaqah as a continuation to this brisa. The fact that Hashem will make a circle for Sadiq, that each one points with his finger does thus mean? What does it mean that each one points with his finger? As that each Sadiq points to Hashem with his finger what does that mean? in the way that he understands the point because a pointing of a finger means the way I see it the way I express it so each tzaddik sees Hashem from their own perspective from the, all the aveda that they have accomplished, what their most important parts of their life are and where they excel in their aveda that's what they see Hashem that's how they see Hashem so each one is seeing it from their own perspective. And still, each, although each tzaddik sees it from their own perspective, they make one perfect circle, just like the Jewish women danced in a circle, even though each one was pointing to their own, bringing out their own qualities. The, qu- the unity that can exist even when we recognize differences between different people. Yud to look at it even more in more detail, is in Oifim V'achtos, even as we talk about this second level of, of peace and unity, meaning to say that even though you recognize details, you see that people are different, you still have unity. Even in that, and there are two different ways that this could be expressed, to mean and in our matter, in the Vasholomitzvishn, the Tzadikim, seeing how this is brought out in regards to the Tzadikim. Number one is that even though every tzaddik is different from the other tzaddikim in the way they serve Hashem and at the level in which they serve Hashem, since, however, Hashem is amongst them is between them as the, mission, the, as the Gemara says, and when Hashem is amongst you, so then all differences are lost, because in comparison to Hashem, all differences are lost, is there a barucho of sholom, and therefore he makes this unity, and this peace amongst them, by his presence, as Allah Sadigim zusammen mit that Ebi Tzadik, along with, his, with the, his individuality, should all be seen as one, should all be act as one, in ein mukhl, and therefore, as expressed by dance, by sitting in one circle. That's one way of seeing it. The other way is, as is dashpah, is kalus von einem mit zweiten. This, in that sense, even though each tzaddik is individual, but their individuality is lost because of the greater presence of Hashem. But then there is also that each tzaddik retains his individuality. Not only does he retain it, but he also wants to share it with the other tzaddikim. Um, and therefore, every other tzaddik can benefit and can, can meld themselves and to have benefit from everybody else's qualities. Yeder einer is mashpia zum Each one confers on every other tzaddik of his avaydu, of the way he sees it, of the way he practices his avaydu, of his level, as a until these when all of them come together, each one of them benefit from all the other qualities of all the other tzaddikim, so there is one big, everyone benefited from everybody else's individual qualities. this is the from Rashi, and this is what Rashi says is happening. Kol E Ah Marbed's boy, the Hashem each one of them points with his finger that means sees and relates to Hashem in their own level but then he also says it what does it mean he says it so says, each tzaddik will also say which means share with all the other tzaddikim the way he sees it and the way he understands it so the tzaddikim he will share with them of his level and of his understanding of his qualities on the other hand the Taisas they say mm-hmm. they say that it was only pointing it was only expressing their qualities their qualities were there but not to be expressed to the others but to say it as the Pasuk says that Pasuk begins and it will be said on that day is that is not something that they share with the other tzaddikim in the circle, al as something that they want to share with the others as well. it says, It's only something that they're not saying it to the others, it's only expressing their relationship with Hashem. Because according to the Taisvis, the individuality of every Tzadik is not meant to be shared and conferred on all the other Tzadikim, as will be explained. Yudalif. That in your in an eagle, what is a circle? What does a circle represent? A circle represents infinity, because there is no beginning or end to a circle. A circle just keeps going around and around. There's no beginning, there's no end. It expresses an infinite idea. As the Rabbinu B'chayi explains. So what does it mean that Hashem will make a circle for the tzaddikim? It means, what does the circle represent? That now the tzaddikim will enjoy the presence of Hashem. That it will be in the shape of a circle. means means their, their pleasure, their enjoyment of this will be infinite. Endless. which means that each one will see it from their perspective. Each one according to their individual level and so on. As he said before, so, if it's all individuals, so what does it mean that everybody is really, that it's all one? What it's all one means, that each one, even in their individual level, but there could be the essence, what's called Kesser in the language of Chesidus and Kabbalah, which talks not about the manifestation of a level, but of the essential level of that level. So, therefore, in the essence, it's infinite. It's not defined yet by the specifics of that level. And that's what will be manifest at the time in this circle. That even though each one has an individual level, but we see only the essence of that level, and therefore it's not recognized so much as individual, separate. Well, the far-learned taisvists, and that's why the taisvists see it as that there is no melding and merging of different levels between themselves, because merging can only happen in the manifest levels of individuality. Because merging between two levels... And each one taking on properties from the other can only happen in the manifest levels of those individual levels. But when we, when all that's, all that's uh, apparent, is the essence of that level. But in the Atmis von E but in the essential level of that uh, le- of that uh, specific level, in the there is no. You can't merge two essences with each other. Each one expresses their own essence. So you can't have the merging of two different essences, each one represented by a different Sadiq.man, and therefore you have to say, as the in the, that the unity that is expressed is, doesn't include the individual level of each tzaddik, that they too become integrated with each other, but that they all merge only because Hashem is amongst them, and therefore all their, the individuality comes together. But not that the, the details of their individuality also merge with each other and integrate with each other. And that's why Taisva says that it wasn't expressed it wasn't meant that each tzaddik should integrate with all the other tzaddikim. And this also fits with what our sages tell us, as that in the, the future, when Mashiach comes, each tzaddik will be sitting under his you know, canopy, and each tzaddik will be burnt from the canopy of his friend. In other words, you have to stay within your canopy... If you try to um, uh, you know, invade somebody else's canopy, you'll get burnt. In other words, you don't belong there. It's beyond you. Chupa is Chup Makiv Makiv. means something that surrounds you, like Makif, it and encompasses you, it envelops you. The keser from the of which expresses the idea of Kesser because as he said before, the essence of something, that's the level of uh of within each level, the manifest details of a of a level, that is the ten spheres of it. But the that's the pneus of it. The makif of it is the kesser of it, something which is encompassing rather than integrated. That's why it's expressed Chupa Un in the in and as we said before, that in that level, there is no integration. There is no ability for two essences to um, merge and integrate. To the contrary, they reject each other. They repel each other. So that's how Toysa sees it. Yeshleimah, as Rashi learned, and one could say that Rashi is of the opinion, as Tzvet Zayin, Norabit Khiluzman it that while this is true, that will only be the fact at the beginning of uh, when Mashiach comes. But afterwards it will go to a new level that then will be a revelation that comes from the essence of Hashem. And the essence of Hashem is able to tolerate and carry all opposites as well. Therefore He can also carry All the essences of every individual level... Of every tzaddik... And that they should be able to integrate as well... Because of the revelation... Of the essence of Hashem... Which is able to bring together all essences as well... And therefore... Even the keser of each level... And they will all integrate... And as Rashi says... The they will all confer each other's levels, each, their own levels, on all the other tzaddikin.